three, two, one. What is up, everybody? This is the captain and the closer, as you can tell. The captain, Evan Jansen, is not currently with me because this special episode comes to you from my spring break vacation. I got to go down to Scottsdale, Arizona with some really great guys from my journalism class. We did some uh, Rockies player profiles and we had a really, really fun time. And uh, this podcast is just about us, uh, you know, taking an hour to kind of relax after the first day. It was, uh, or maybe it was the second day. Oh man, I don't even know. I don't even know. It was it was such a uh, hectic time. I can't can't get my dates straight. But uh, this uh, this podcast is all about uh, hiking and uh, has a little bit of sports in there for you sports fans of this show. It is uh, me and Mitch George primarily with Jared Anderson and Jose Montoya taking the second chair as well. All right, this intro's gone on long enough. Let's uh, let's see what these boys had to say. Enjoy. This is the Captain and the Closer Spring Break Special Edition. I am the Closer, Gus Huntinghake, and sitting across from me in the super dim hotel room <laughs> in Scottsdale, Arizona, is the one and the only 12,000 followers on Instagram That's himself, Twelve hundred. Mitch George. Oh, I'm sorry, it's only 1,200? Yeah. One, I thought you were cooler than that. 10% of what you said. Is it only 10? Per- wow, you can, do, you can do math. Congratulations. Yeah, One-tenth one if you'd rather. One-tenth if I'd rather. Yeah, let's not get too uh, let's get not not to get not get too bitchy about our terms oh, here. Oh wow, I didn't know we could swear on this podcast. We can swear on this podcast. Okay. I try not to, but sometimes we read an article about something or something will come up. You really went out of your way to get that in there, though. I feel like. Yeah, well, you kind of set me up for it, okay, so that's enough. your fair, fault for fair. the fact that I just said the b word. Fair. What are we talking about today, Mitch? I think we're talking about hiking. We We, are. We we spent uh, the last weekend in Gus's native Colorado. We spent a good um, almost 48 hours in Colorado. Might go back. Might go back. We honestly, we need to talk about that. Yeah, we do. In all seriousness. Yes. And not uh, off the record. With Jared. Off the record. We we need to talk about that. Yes. Do you think they still caught that? I think it did. Who's they? The, the, the oh my my very few listeners on okay. on Apple and hey uh, Gus's mom Gus's dad hello hey mom and dad <laughs> my dad actually does listen to this okay he listened to the what's he, his name Jeff Jeff Gus or Jeff Huntinghake Jeff Huntinghake yeah okay nice to meet you Jeff he um he listens to the episodes and after like the first one he was like may want to cut down on the swearing a little bit I was okay. like I think I said the s word once wow he's like yeah well you know. Professionals are going to listen to it. I was like, I don't think professionals care about how I sound in a podcast. Yeah. Well, you get the microphone to make you sound better. Well, exactly. I sound yeah. I sound like an entirely different human when I strap this in. Yep. So All we right. we went to Colorado, yep. and I decided, well... Well, we also went to Arizona. We we'll, did. We'll yeah, throw that out there, too. We, yeah, we're in, we're in Arizona we're, now. Yeah. This was... Colorado was the first stop in a kind of long trip. Um, w- our first kind of idea was to 
to do uh, Pike's Peak, which I really actually, wanted to do. Mitch was really into that idea. I want to. I mean, I've I've always wanted to do Pike's Peak too. It's just never either my friends have gone and I was either not there or there was another mountain to hike because we were in the area. So, but it, yeah, it's always been something I wanted to do, and it was actually it wasn't until I don't know, like nine o'clock the night before we were going to do it that we realized there was like a, a call line to check and see what the road conditions were. Yeah. Cause really the only way to get off the mountain when you hike up is to have someone come, come get you in their car or take the train down or take the train. And down. the train is uh, under construction until the year 2021, which is vastly unfortunate. The, the train shut down last summer and I completely forgot about that. Yeah. It wasn't even a, th- a, a thought in my mind. And then you said that, and I was like, "Oh my, God, that's right. Yep. It's it, been sh- it's been shut down for almost a year." There was now. that, and then there was also the the peak was closed, which is the ultimate reason why we did right. not hike Pike's right. Peak. And Gus the, uh, recently said there's an avalanche. Is that the, yeah? From my from my aunt told me, yeah, there was a pretty bad uh, pretty bad snowfall off the mountain on the last kind of uh, I think six miles of road that lead up to the peak. Is a Colorado avalanche, as some would say. It yes it was. Yeah. And that, unfortunately that would lose the Minnesota Wild in game seven then, wouldn't it? Unfortunately for the people in the area, it is not the disappointing NHL hockey team in Denver. <laughs> oh man. So <laughs> instead this is a great podcast. We're going off the rails. <laughs> um, off the rails like the train. <laughs> off the rails like the train itself. Wow, this is awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I instead decided that we should do the Manitou Springs incline. Now, for those of you who aren't savvy to Colorado or Manitou Springs or the incline, the Manitou Springs incline is a 2,000-foot elevation gain, mile-long set of old railroad ties. It was actually a, a, a short tram that the Cog Railway in Manitou used to use to get people up that part of the mountain, and then they could either hike down, connect with the train. There were a whole bunch of options to do at the top of that area. And um, I don't know when it happened, but a while back they they shut it down. They took the iron rails that the tram used to be guided up the mountain, and it was just these wooden railroad ties left over. And actually for the longest time up until, I want to say three years ago, it was illegal to do the incline. I mean, hundreds of people would do it a day, but... The um the city made it illegal to actually go up because there were a lot of safety hazards. And then about three years ago, they shut it down like they actually barred it up and they started doing some construction on it. They added more railroad ties. The kind of step areas where there's actual like steps you see, those are a lot of the what the project kind of uh, entailed was making those sections into a little bit easier passable sections. So... That's what the incline is. It's 2,000 feet high, and it's a mile long. An hour and a half of hell, basically. It was an hour, just under an hour and a half of hell. It took us right at an hour and 24 minutes. Here's the thing, though, Mitch guy. Um, (laughs) You were keeping very good pace, Yeah, yeah, I must say, for your first time. You got to have the pace center there. You know, what did we stop? We stopped like probably about 10 times on the way up. Like It can't be overstated how exhausting it is, and we are – decently in shape all three of us our friend jared was also there hiking he with was, us yeah. but it as we we aren't like gonna go run a marathon tomorrow but we're, we're not we're, Oli- mo- we're moderately in shape right we're not olympic athletes but we're also not we're probably what you would expect for 22 year old yeah students. the very average looking college yeah, student yeah, yeah yeah so i mean like it it was it was impressive how many people were there 
regardless, there was a lot of people there that wanted to do it. Oh, yeah. And I was impressed by the amount of older people that were there. Like, there were people in their 60s and 70s that were just trucking oh, yeah. up this thing and mm-hmm. lapping me. And- there's a uh, there's a great story about the incline. There's an older guy who um, his wife passed. I was It's got to be like 10 years ago now. And he made this pact or vow or promise to hike the incline every day. And I think over the past 10 years, he's pretty much kept that promise and done the incline every single day. Could you imagine walking up that for 10 years? Every that's like that's like the guy in Greek mythology who has to keep pushing the rock yes. up the hill, and then when he gets to the top, it falls back down. Who? Mm, I don't. I'm not entirely familiar. You know who I'm talking about, though. It sounds vaguely familiar. That's that's what I I feel like. That's what it would feel like having yeah. to do the incline. Every day for ten years. Sounds like something they'd make you do in jail. Yeah. All like, right, hike up this point eight right. mile incline. <laughs> hike it up. Come back. Hike up it. I was every day. I, I, I was honestly surprised at how hard it was to come down, though. Coming down was yeah. a lot harder than I thought it would be. You did. Would just in in terms of what? In terms of the like, kind of the trail itself. Well, or? we we stopped and our legs were just shaking. Oh yeah. Well, we have to. We we went down Bar Trail the first half. Yeah. And then we we connected back with the incline, and I told him it would be fun to just walk back down the incline. No, it was not. I will shoulder some of that blame. We were shaking pretty bad by the time we got to the stairs. Right, but But going up the incline did not make my legs tremble though i right. think it was entirely on the way down where yeah like on, I, was, I was saying this that on the way up it was the thought the sides of your thighs that were really burning in your right. quad a little bit but then on the way down it's entirely a calf workout and just like right. right in the middle of your thigh and yeah my knees are just like shaking right so bad it's like elvis presley or forrest <laughs> gump when he got his braces taken <laughs> off or something to that effect. it was like forrest gump influenced by elvis presley <laughs> who as we all know knows forrest gump because um his house was a, a, a like a, a hostel in the whatever right. time that was. That was actually an initials game clue, too. It was EP, and it, he made an appearance oh, yeah. in Forrest in Gump. In Forrest Gump. Yeah. That was Elvis Presley. EP. Um, the nice thing about – the thing about going up is you're almost making like a perfectly fluid kind of lunge movement. Yeah. So you're not, you're not destroying your joints, right? And when you're walking down that trail or even running down the trail – or walking down the incline, your your ankles and your knees get the brunt of that impact on every step because you're really measuring how fast you're going. And, dude, that said, though, I mean, I've gone, that'll have been the third time I've actually walked down the steps. I've never, my legs have never shaken that bad. <laughs> I was, dude, it was yeah. so, it was so bad how much I was shaking at that and moment. If we would have taken the incline all the way down, I think we would have had to stop two or three times. Oh, like, we would have had to stop for sure. Yeah, I mean, like, if, it, you'd, you'd think it wouldn't be that bad after the going up. You'd think, oh my gosh, this is so easy to walk back down. But right, it was, I, it was nowhere near as hard as going up. But I mean, we were cruising on the way down. It took us a decently long time to get down. It did. It took probably like ten to fifteen minutes. Probably ten minutes once we actually got on the. Incline. Once we got on the incline, it took about ten to fifteen minutes. But when we were going down Bar Trail, it seemed like we were taking forever. Got some good photo ops though. We did have some great photos. Dude, that that LeBron pick, the LeBron pick was great. Follow me on be, Instagram, Jeff. My, <laughs> Jeff. Hey, Dad, follow my follow my new friend Mitch. He's a really cool guy. Um, I've known him for a few days now, and honestly, he just yeah, he's a, he's a solid individual. 
You already have twelve hundred. We're not plugging your social media. <laughs> you just, I need more no real way, followers. Bro. I uh, more real followers. Do you have fake people showing fake love to you? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Is it straight up to your face, or is it since they're all no. fake? Do you not really hear about it? No, I don't really hear about it. They don't like anything or comment on anything. They don't keep in touch. That must suck. Yeah, it's okay. But yeah, and then then we went to Arizona. Arizona we went to the AZ. I wish we had probably a full day there just because of how amazing that was there's a that would have been awesome gus knows how bad i wanted to we climbed the second tallest hill in the area but i really wanted to climb the first tallest did, hill and, in the area honestly looking back i kind of regret not doing that because we we had so much time to do it we had all the time in the world and it's not and we got rushed by a professor a little bit to get oh, to the ballpark yeah and that's once true. we got there we didn't really need to be there for another two or three hours yeah so we, we had, totally could have just done it literally had no reason we could have been just fine getting there when we were planning on getting there you know what would have been funny though is like if we would have actually climbed it like we wanted to we would have got uh-huh. that email at the top and like right hey can you guys be here by ten forty five? and it's like <laughs> it's, it's like, like ten fifteen, and we're standing on top of a mountain that's an hour and a half right. away from where we're supposed right. to be <laughs> we're sitting at the top of this mountain and get the ding Hey, can you guys try and be here in uh, 45 minutes? Not only are we an hour and a half away from our destination, we're at least 30 minutes from the car. Haven't another, showered in two days. Haven't showered in two days. We're 20 minutes from our Airbnb, which, by the way, is right next to a strip club with yeah. a cow on top of it. Yep. A full-bodied cow is the logo for this strip club. Real nice place. We checked it out the yeah. night before. No big deal. Free um, wine. Free wine. Full, oh, full bottle of wine. My full gosh. stock beer fridge. Before, lots of snacks. Before we even got to the mountain, that we got to the Airbnb that night. Lady was super nice, super helpful getting us in. We got kind of lost, and we we accidentally uh we uh p- p- parked in her uh we parked in her yard. We uh, definitely parked in our she, Airbnb's front yard when we got to Arizona. She told us to park next to the two boulders and. Um, well, we parked next to two smallish rocks that were nowhere near the size of boulders, and we thought, yeah, you know what? We're from Kansas. Those look like boulders. Yeah. <laughs> Turned like, out to be her yard. Every, they don't have grass. It's just dirt everywhere. Everything is zero-scaped. Everything yeah. looks like a driveway in yep. Arizona. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, their driveway was just one big patch of rocks <laughs> with some slightly bigger rocks interspersed between. Yeah. It was bizarre. Oh, man. So we park in the, uh, we park in the yard. And then she kindly directs us to the actual boulders yeah. we're supposed to park next to. Do you think we were the first people that did that? <laughs> I, mean, I want to say no. I really hope that we were. <laughs> but I feel like there's a good chance that, yes, we were. There's a 100% great chance <laughs> oh we gosh. were. I really hope she left that in our review, the guest review. Yeah, <laughs> Gus was great. Actually, it was Jared. Poor Jared would have had to brush <laughs> yeah. it because he's on the book. Yeah, our, the, Jared and his friends were great, but unfortunately, they parked in our front yard upon arrival. <laughs> they ran over our favorite rocks. <laughs> Those are now tainted by the rubber of some dumbass's cars from Kansas. Wow. Oh, man. So we get into the Airbnb, and initially, we're like, damn, this is really nice. And yep. then we see a bottle, of, a full unopened bottle of wine with two wine glasses on a wooden table. And I was like... Jared, did they say that, like, everything that they had to offer was free of charge because they got bottles of wine, and I looked over, and I saw a big, like, uh, uh, like a wire, ba- not a wire basket. Wicker. Like a wicker basket, thank you, full of, full of snacks and breakfast, like oatmeal and kind bars and all this stuff. Peanuts. Cookies, peanuts, trail Oreos. mix. And then I saw uh, uh, Keurig cups 
on top of a uh, a cooler that also served as a a coffee maker and then opened the fridge and there were tons of different types of beer in there there were like six to eight different types of beer six to eight different yeah there was coors light bud light and then at least four or five kind of more top you did have a shock top with orange in it yep you packed an orange (laughs) i brought my own orange from kansas because i also brought blue moon from kansas which i could have gotten over in colorado i don't know if you know this but there are grocery stores here yep but these are just beers that i had already bought oh so you had already bought the orange too I had bought, a, yep, bought. I had already bought in the orange. I bought in the orange and I bought in the beer and I, I brought, brought them in the to orange Arizona. and I bought in the beer and I brought in them. <laughs> I brought in them all the way to Arizona with me. <laughs> yeah. Jose's Jose, up over here. <laughs> shut up, Jose! You're not part of this. Hey, do you, wanna, Jose, you have something to say? You can be part of I this. I do have something to say. Okay, what is it? Are you going to make fun of us? Please don't scream in our ears right now. That would be not cool. <laughs> Oranges belong in beer. That's so Oranges true. Oranges do belong in beer. That's, so, that's, that's why take. I put it in my Bud Light. <laughs> oh, that, I don't, that's a good <laughs> You're like, wait, wait. I retract okay. my previous Oranges statement. Oranges belong in Blue Moon. <laughs> we'll okay. say that. Okay, Dad. I'm a traditionalist. We'll see. Oh. You are a traditionalist. Don't talk about it. What, what don't just... talk about it. <laughs> don't talk about it. We don't talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to fill time here. <laughs> You're going to fill time? No. You don't have to fill time. I can still talk to you. I'm not going to the bathroom. Okay. Something something else is, yeah, it's okay. Whatever. Wow. Wow. All right. So this Airbnb, man, I, listen, I've stayed in a lot of hostels. You, I mean, you you probably know what this is like, too. I mean, you, you studied abroad a little bit last year, which we could actually talk about, too. A little bit as in four this. months. As in, hey, that's a that's a good amount of time. Yep. Um, I imagine you stayed in your fair share of hostels and Airbnbs. Two hostels exactly, but they were honestly like the nicest hostel you could possibly imagine. Dude. They weren't they weren't stereotypical hostel at all. They were like just like they were basically small hotel rooms that were just like tripled up on bunk beds, and they were super nice. Dude, the I um when I was coming back over winter break, I um I knew I wanted to stay in a hostel because I wanted to save money because I knew. Uh, when I got into Chicago, it'd be a long layover, and I wanted to buy some food. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go super cheap on this hostel, be able to buy some good food because I was in Edinburgh. I was like, I wanna I wanna go to a nice restaurant, and I want you know when I get back, I wanna I wanna be able to eat there too, because I'm a, I'm a poor college student and I can't afford a nice Airbnb on my own. Retweet. And um, so this is in December. I I I booked the hostel on December eighth, and on December. 12th I get strep this is three days before I'm supposed to go home like I feel it coming on the 11th and on the 12th it's like a full send just dead sick right and so I take the train to Edinburgh and I'm dying because I didn't sign up for GP because I was like I I got iron I got iron in my bones I don't need to sign up for GP um unfortunately I did that and so I spent the next two nights in this hostel, and when I say it was one of the worst living experiences I have ever had, I mean it was one of the wor- my headphones got stolen. That happened in night one. Night one, my really nice Bluetooth headphones got stolen. I'm a poor college student. I have nice Bluetooth headphones. Whatever. Um, so that happens. I'm 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 sick as a dog. I can't go anywhere because I don't I don't I don't feel like moving. So I'm laying down in this bed, just sitting there, just. Sniffling, <coughs> you know, doing that dumb shit, and um, 
I got my headphones in the whole. I have my wired headphones in the whole time because poor. You know, I'm poor, and I someone some some person in that there were it was three six nine there were twelve total beds, so it was four three tiered bunks, and the entire place reeked of dirty laundry. Yep. The bathroom smelled of sulfur. Fantastic. And the uh, restaurant in the main level was um, not insulated, so it was freezing cold when you would sit down for, like, breakfast in the morning. Dude, it was one of... I mean, the fact... If I wasn't sick, I probably would have been able to find at least a way to kind of feel better about what I was doing and, and, you know, find a way to make it positive. But the fact that I had... I was dead sick. I mean, I had I had strep A, and I had not treated it for at uh, at that point. By the time I got on the plane, it was almost a week. And another awesome thing that was happening was I have really small small ear canals, so my ears get plugged up pretty easily. That sounds like a problem. And with strep, it gets worse, and so I couldn't unplug my ears. And getting on the plane, it was like, oh my dude, it was like. Someone was taking like an ice pick and just shoving it in my ear, and I couldn't like the. And the only way I can get it out is if I just pop my ear, right? <clears throat> and I can't do that. And then on the like when we were at elevation, they kind of popped a little bit, and then we descended, and it got even worse. I picked up my uh, my uncle picked me up from the airport in St. Louis. I couldn't hear him talking. My ears were so plugged up, I I just could not hear anything around me. And uh, my mom lives in a small town where you apparently can buy antibiotics without getting a uh without getting prescribed or diagnosed with a sickness so when he came and picked me up he's like here's your antibiotics so i got an antibiotic in me and i woke up the next morning and i felt fine but that experience that one that experience that first experience in a hostel convinced me that i would never stay in a hostel again and from that point i always found an airbnb that you either shared with someone or i always traveled with someone so i could split the airbnb how many people on the airplane do you think you gave strep I don't. You only pass it through like fluids, right? Like I can't. Well, it's bacterial, so so it I, can if, be passed. If I any... do cough on someone, I guess they can get it. No. How, how much were you coughing though? You I wasn't really coughing. I mean, really, the only way you spread strep is if you like share a drink with someone who has it, right? Yeah, I mean, but in a air, an airplane's a very confined space where. Dude, I know, and that's well. Here's something else that was really cool about what happened with this whole experience was, the day after I got back. I was I got a flu bug. I was throwing up for awesome. an entire day, and I guarantee you I got that on the plane because obviously when you're sick, your your immune system's more exposed to other things like that. You probably just traded with someone. You probably just probably gave honestly them strep did, and then you, they gave you the fluid return. I gave I gave them strep. I'm sorry to whoever I gave strep, but also if you're the person that gave me the flu, I'm I retract my apology. <laughs> so you stayed in you stayed in two total hostels. Two two hostels. I think it was in Berlin we stayed in a hostel, and in Copenhagen we stayed in a hostel. How was Copenhagen? Was I really I really wanted to check it out, but I just I didn't have, Copen- didn't have time or money to do Copenhagen it. Copenhagen was really cool. It was really really old place, and it was it was like if you imagined like the the way the city is set up, it's almost like a I'm. I'm trying to a, a Scandinavian version of Prague, probably. Okay. Set up okay. that way, but except it's on the water, so you can you can swim to Sweden basically if you want to. Oh. The only thing is that it was really expensive. Expensive, was, yeah. Yeah, it's like the 
what was it the the donor is is it's d-o-n-a-r it's the donor danish the donor i think i'm pretty sure that's the currency um they have they, all the coins have holes in the middle of them it's kind of cool yeah i think you're right <clears throat> and then uh yeah and it was just really expensive so like we went to burger king and it was like a 16 like 15 dollar meal in, Seriously? In, in american money yeah oh my so, gosh so like and it was it was also set up really weird to like I think every twenty donors is one dollar or something like that. Oh or wow! Every okay. twenty is five or it's, right, right. It's some really misleading, uh, what is that? Tran- um, translate um, con- conversion. Conversion. It's really a misleading conversion to Currenc- where currency exchange. Yeah. So like you, you really didn't know how much money you're spending, which is also why the euro is is dangerous and the pound is also really dangerous. Right. Uh, just because. You can you can see like oh it's a three dollar burger meal but that three dollar right. burger meal actually costs four fifty five dollars and it really gets you. Oh my quick. gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got Jared in the house right now. Jared is in the house. What's up, right buddy? Now. Jared been... was the other person in the trio who went on the incline with us. That's right. We were, we've been podcasting we've in been your absence. Jared. In your absence, you dirty, dirty man. <laughs> what, what have you been doing? Here, talking to the mic. Talk, come over to the mic. Talking to the mic. You know, just been downstairs editing some video from earlier today, trying to help out other classmates. You know? Oh wow! So you're you're pulling the how good nice guy. of you. You're pulling the good guy card. Good um, guy. Good guy. Um, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh wow! This is awesome. Whose video were you editing? Uh, Jasmine. Jasmine's. Jasmine. Oh, Are you editing her video for her? Uh, I actually had a. Here, come to the, come to come to the mic. Come, come to the mic. Come talk, to the mic talk, here. Talk to the mic. I had a, I had a good little piece of uh, one of our players there, uh, Wes. He hit a home run yesterday in spring training. What part of the field did he hit it to? Uh, I was uh, left uh, left left center. Field. Left center field. Left center field. Yeah. Yep. Why line, you... line drive or big fly? Big fly. Big fly. Big fly. Nice. Why didn't you just send her the video and uh, say you edit it yourself? This is your player. Uh, really, mainly because of today's SD cards. Uh, oh, were they? Yeah, S- SD cards uh, were on a low today. We SD had some SD problems and, all day, and audio was on audio low today issues too. are also present. Yeah, it's. I it think it, it's gonna. It's getting to the point where, honestly, we're we the people who know how to use these cameras are gonna have to go to our like not have have the person who is checking our audio for us leave while we check our own audio yep because it's it's all right we'll bleep that part out wow no we won't this will go on air how nice how nice of you jared i'm really i'm really glad you did that for jasmine is she wait did you did you tell her like i sent you the edited video is she still uh is she still boozing right now i think she's still boozing a little bit oh man hey uh jared Sit, come sit come right sit, here. Come, come sit with come, us. Come sit right Come here. join us. Jose, you Jared. can sit next to me if you okay. want to talk as well. So Jared w- went on the incline with us. Jared, if you could pick only one word to describe the incline, what word would you choose? Great interview question. Treacherous. Treacherous. Okay. I would say hell, but, you know. Hell, yeah. Um, besides the obvious, I mean, it's called the incline, so I'd, I'd probably call it the incline. Uh, if you can, if you could describe the incline in one word, what would it be? Well, incline. <laughs> incline. Um. Wow. 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 Great um, insight there, sir. Let's see. Uh, where, where did we? Where, where were we when we started on this tangent? Um. We we were talking about <laughs> currency exchange. We were talking about currency exchange <laughs> when Jared walked in the room. It was a five dollars for a, okay. a burger from Burger King. We've and, talked about hostels, currency exchange, uh, SD cards. 
Um, Speaking of currency, you went to uh, you went to the Czech Republic, right? Yes. Was it crazy to you the fact that like a hundred dollars was a thousand Czech crowns? Yeah. That was so yeah. weird to me. Yeah, it was, going it was up bizarre. And being like, I'd like a uh, beer, and they're like, Okay, that is three hundred seventy-five crowns, and yeah. I was like, That. That, no that, that's another reason why I spent too much money because because like you can convert things and like once yeah. you convert them once you're just like okay I can keep that in my head now and you right. like, make some assumption that oh like one dollar is right three hundred right. crowns or whatever whatever it was and you just keep working off that assumption right and that's actually not right because like the entire time I was working out the the assumption that one dollar was worth like roughly one point three five pounds but by the end of the trip it had changed where that wasn't the case anymore yeah it was like a it was like a dollar was, or no, it was, yeah, a dollar was 1.49, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was almost one and a half. It yeah, was, it was horrible. really close. So if any, like one pound, no, it was reverse. So it was a dollar 50 was one pound. Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. so we were getting absolutely torched by that deal. Shafted. Did you, did you ever go to like a, a place to exchange cash for whatever currency you needed? Yeah, like, I did, I did that, um. Well, I, I never converted, but yeah. I I would just withdraw from my uh, bank account. Okay. Did you ever um, did you ever like I went to these places, and I'd the the bank rate would be like way different what, than what their rate. So if the rate was like one point four, it would be one point four nine at these places because they got to make their money off of right. it. Right. So, dude, this one time I, I went after I went to the Czech Republic because I thought the conversion was it was terrible. It was like ten percent. And I was like, "You're adding ten percent on to the current rate that the that like the national exchange rate is." It's unreal. He was like, "Okay, hold on, let me go back to the calculator." So he goes <laughs> back to the calculator and he adds five percent. He's like, "I can give it to you for this." And I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna bargain over my money with you, sir. I'm not gonna bargain anymore. Taking it elsewhere." And then I took yeah. it to another place, and the same thing happened. And I was like, it's "Okay, I'll man. take the money." Yeah. Oh man. Unreal. So that's our that was our little excursion into. Foreign exchange studentry. Is studentry a word? I feel like I just made that up. No, it's not. It's definitely not. Damn it. This is why I did not become an English major. Yeah. What are you uh what are you guys looking forward to in the next couple of days? Jared? Uh maybe another stop at In and Out. In and Out. Oh, absolutely, dude. Honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't be against going back to Portillo's either. Let's go back and forth. We'll go to In and Out tomorrow and then the next day we'll <laughs> go back to Portillo's. These are the only places we're gonna go to get our <laughs> to get our food. All the amazing like we're fairly close, closer than I've ever been to the Mexico border. We're not gonna have Mexican food once. Well it's still well cultured. Still well cultured. Yeah, the Ho- fact that Jose, the- is there a good uh, is there a good Mexican food here? Well, New Mexican food is a lot better than Mexican food first of all. Okay, Jose is our... Uh, Are you asking because Jose is of Latino origins, you racist? Jose, I'm, I'm just going to give Jose the microphone. He can, <laughs> he can fight you. So, yes, there's a lot of great Mexican food options here, from taquerias to great oh, empanadas and tamales. I really want Mexican food Can you say that now. first word again for me? Taquerias. Taquerias? Taquerias? Taquerias. Taquerias. Who says it better? Who says it better? Me or Taquerias. Taquerias? Neither. Ah, dang. (laughs) Dang it. We just got shut down. (laughs) Doesn't that just mean a little taco shop? (laughs) Or am I I way off? Basically. Basically. Yes. I learned learned something in Spanish. Shout out to you, Senora. um, um, Oh, God. I don't remember her name. Senora. Senora. 
Yeah, she's my my Spanish teacher. Oh, I thought you were talking about Indira. I thought you were talking about Senora uh, Indira Garcia. You have taught me something, and it's that taqueria means little taco shop. You know, this there's this town in Colorado, and it's called Lyman. And the yes. first time I saw it, I literally pronounced limon, and my friend just goes like, "Where the heck is that?" Because there's an accent over the O. And so I'm just like, it just says limon, and she goes. No, it's Lyman. <laughs> That's my funniest thing. Dude, about there, dude. Okay, there are there are a few towns in Colorado where um the the way that the locals um um what's it how do when they say it how they um enunci- not enunciate but the way they um what's the word I'm thinking of the I way they um the way they what say pronounce the way they pronounce <laughs> okay that was hard that was way <laughs> harder than you. it needed to be the way they pronounce it is weird like okay so there's a town it's spelled b u e n a vista how do, how would you say it? how would you say it it's not buena vista it, it you would say buena vista right no. you yeah you know exactly what i'm talking yes. about they say oh. they say buena vista i quit no. buena Yes, my favorite favorite town in Colorado, Buena Vista, has a nine-hole golf course and a restaurant called the Branding Iron. Would you have called it Buena Vista had you and not known it was called Buena Vista? Called Buena. Yeah, That's exactly, it. because know? it's Buena Vista. Why would you call something Buena Vista if it's spelled Buena Vista? Colorado, I love you so much, but some of your town names are janky as hell, and that's one of them. Agreed. <laughs> Wait, you said they have a, a nice nine-hole golf course, and what else? Yeah, they have the Branding Iron restaurant that all the locals go to on Sunday morning. Oh man, I need to go. But we we need to go back to Colorado. You know, your fine eggs and ham and bacon, all the good delicious food. Dude, stop talking about food. We just ate. Well, we did, oh. but we still need to go hit up some Mexican restaurants. Dude, if you want to go hit up a Mexican restaurant tonight, I'll go with you. Bet. I'm not lying. Not lying. Okay, we after going to Portillo's, we've we, gone off the rails with this we don't podcast. We need to eat for about three days. Since we're Jared since we're has keep something going, to say, Jared, what do you got, man? Uh, for quite a little while now, I've uh, been willing to offer another pronunciation for. Uh, oh, oh, okay, okay. The BV word uh, we've been discussing. Lately. Yes. Uh, Ooh, initials BV. Buena Vista. You said it wrong. <laughs> let me just offer the pronunciation of Buena. Visa. No, there's no N-Y on it, though, is there? Buena, no. buena visa. No. You only do that at the You I, just, you just turned that, that in and sounded a little... You, you brought a little Asian into that. What are you doing over no, there? No, he, he pronounced it like there was an N-Y in the N, and there's exactly. not. Like, buena vista. I never said it was correct. You're just saying, yeah. like, that's what someone could say. Yeah. Hey, since all three of us are here, um, and this podcast is clearly... We don't need to talk about this right just now. Just crazy. Should we go back to Colorado on Friday? I think it all depends about time. Yeah. We, yeah. Like if we leave in the morning, let's just leave in the morning. Yeah. I, I know. I, you, I don't. I don't think Jeff wants to hear us talk. Jeff about is gonna this. love hearing us talk <laughs> about our plans. Just kidding. I want to say that I want to say listeners, but I know it's just Jeff it's out there. It's just Jeff. It'll be uh, Evan. Will, Evan, my my co-host Evan, Evan of the show, will Evan, listen to this this, okay. this as well. Evan and Jeff, we apologize. In uh, actually, there's some sports news to talk about. Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham Jr. is donning the black and brown. Everybody, the he black and brown, black and brown, brown and white, brown and orange, brown and orange. Damn it! That was three L's in a row. <laughs> that was two L's in a row. That's 
black and brown, brown. Hey, why don't you learn how to count there, sir? you were a mathematician. Uh, I think you learn colors before you learn counting, though, so I think that makes you dumber than I me. believe that's patently untrue. You're stupid. No, that is false. <laughs> How do you, you totally learn colors before you learn to count. <laughs> There's no way. Yes, there Jared. I really don't think that's how it goes. You learn colors first, or you learn how to count first. You definitely learn colors first. I would certainly say colors. Yeah. Damn it. All right, fine. I'm dumb. <laughs> you anyway, You're stupider anyway, I'm than me. stupider than you are. <laughs> Oh, well. Anyway, Odell Beckham Jr. is now officially a Cleveland Brown. That Sick. team, that is a a a fat stacked looking team now. That is an AFC East championship squad, if I've ever seen one. With um, with the recent addition of Kareem Hunt at running back. Kareem Hunt, Nick despite Chubb, the Baker controversy Mayfield. being one of the better running backs, I'd say in the NFL. Yeah. And dude, just think about. I mean, Baker Mayfield's a good quarterback, but imagine having the top-tier talent of Odell Beckham Jr. standing across from you on that line. It's a game-changer. Dude. <clears throat> My buddy was talking. He thinks it's going to be Cleveland and Kansas City in the AFC Championship next season. No. No? Let me just offer also offer my uh, insight on how <laughs> I believe the NFL in general needs to stop signing players who are known uh, women abusers, women beaters, um, such as Kareem Hunt, uh, giving them another opportunity. Um, I think that's that's an issue that should be further discussed. I think I think what Cleveland is going to do, well, what I hope Cleveland is going to do is, I mean, he's got to be obviously on a tight leash. So if it does happen again and we we kind of talked about this on the drive you know the human capacity for forgiveness is should there be a capacity for forgiving people who beat women mm, <laughs> i don't really mm. i think i think there needs to be some sort of it's standard a, yeah set. I, I think the nfl needs to actually make a a clear statement to you know other NFL players around the league that you know that that type of and, behavior just isn't. Tolerated. Here's the thing that would be interesting because the NFL technically does have control over the teams and their players, right? I mean they they play under the umbrella of the NFL. So if the NFL came out and said, you know, we don't recognize his status to play as a player anymore, he could totally be gone. Uh, but personally, I I believe that in general. Just based on those types of situations, there should be some sort of overall suspension placed on the player once instances like that happen. Because do you think it should be an indefinite, or it should be like should they be able to come back at all? Um, I believe right now, uh, they should be able to place a specific amount of time on that. Because I mean, I it think shouldn't, it shouldn't be indefinite. Um, there's, st- I think, I think Hunt's still going to serve a suspension. I mean, I don't think the suspension is off the table now that he's just on just the the fact that he's on a new team. He yeah. will. He will likely serve at least a couple games, it, which w- w- now, in your opinion, though, do you believe that ju- a couple games is justifies? I don't know, dude. How do you? I don't. Then justify. How do you? Season. How do you put a number on determining? You know the the amount of time that is enough to add for punishment for something like he did. I don't. I don't think you can. And in the end, I think the NFL cares about making money. Yeah. That is their. That's their primary yeah step come up come scooch up a little on this mic and when you talk 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 to talk like talk right into this guy and you'll get a clear sound absolutely um i don't know i it, i it's it's a 
it's tough, man. It's tough because despite what he's done, mm-hmm. you know, this guy is a a sort of uh, he's a very talented person, and there's there's no denying his talent. And while I don't believe that there is necessarily the a perfect answer or a perfect solution to this issue, I think. In general, there needs to be some sort of clear message that the NFL sends to its players that the league will not tolerate that sort of behavior, period. Uh, now, while I, you know, agree that, you know, of course, there has been, it's good that there has been some sort of, I guess, consequences to his actions yeah. uh, that he has to face. Right. At the same time, I do believe that that needs to be looked into a little bit deeper because, uh, you know, ultimately for him, you know, he got dropped by dropped by the Chiefs, we'll have to miss a few games, sure. But ultimately, will that really impact his income or his overall well-being and make him really think about, uh, you know, his own personal actions? I, I, I question that. I'm not too sure. I would I, – I do. I, I agree with you there. And that's well, that's what one of my things I think about the kind of tight rein they're going to have on him is if there's – even if anything else in his past that comes out, right, like if anything else in his past surfaces, I don't know – that the Browns have much, um, much good. Can you hear? Can you hear in those headphones? Yeah, okay. yeah, no, I'm hearing great. I don't think the Browns have much that they could uh, uh, use to quantify if, if more from his past does end up surfacing. But, and if and if it does, then then they have. That's one of those things you have to drop. But it's again, you know, the NFL is known for being kind of. Not lax in their decision making, but just kind of they're the they're the no fun league, man. They do all these weird and crazy things that no one can really quantify or understand. And this ha- I mean, and one reason why the, I think the Chiefs dropped him so quick was the stuff with with Tyreek Hill. You know, they don't want absolutely they don't want another player on their roster that is going to have this negatively storied past. And now, from from all counts, uh, Tyreek Hill is I slightly making amends for what he's done probably could be doing more based on what we've heard but you know hey whatever uh, uh, i don't i don't claim to know why people live the lives they do you know unfortunately throughout the league i feel like the thought of an individual's talent is placed over whatever consequences they should face um for whatever it may be whether it's peds um you know you know abusing women, whatever it may be. Mm. I think that there needs to be a stricter set of rules for players in the NFL. And it needs to be, you know, for everybody. It can't just be for one individual here, one individual oh, of there. Yeah. And, and there needs to be a set penalty or violation, um, you know, f- for these players so they can actually learn from their mistakes um, instead of, you know, because if you look at Kareem Hunt's situation with Kansas City, mm-hmm. you know, I commend Kansas City for dropping him. You know, of course, that's the right decision. Of course, that's what they have to do in the right, situation. Right, right. And I completely agree that they needed to distance themselves for, from any other player that, um, you know, part, you know, has taken place in any sort of uh, abuse towards women. Um, but at the same time, to see Tyreek Hill – or not Tyreek Hill, sorry, Kareem Hunt, uh, you know, go to the Browns. Mm-hmm. A lot of people look at the Browns now, especially with the addition of Odell Beckham as, you know, a, an elite team, like you had mentioned, that could compete oh, for yeah. the AFC Championship. Oh, yeah. And the sad thing is it, the reality of it is the, although Kareem will be serving, you know uh, – suspensions uh, likely suspension. we still don't know what's going to happen in that in that uh department yeah, yeah. could and be anything and regardless of what happens the sad thing is that in his mind 
in, in the minds of fans around the NFL, especially in the Cleveland Browns organization, is that he will be a great addition to the team and will mm-hmm. help propel them to right. that sort of stardom. Right. And unfortunately, that's all. You think that'll kind of that'll kind of cl- uh, uh, put what he did in kind of a cloud, like so, it'll kind of go away almost. Absolutely. I mean, you look at the Tyreek Hill situation. Um, a lot of people don't even like to mention that situation because of how great he's been for the Chiefs and, and the type of production you know he's had for them. And unfortunately, it doesn't get talked about enough of what he has done in the past. And yeah. it, it, you know, the sad thing is, it, it's not just the NFL; it's in any sport. Right. The greater that you get, the more people forget about right. you know any, and, I, I guess, off court or you know off field actions. Right. That, and that may have happened. This has been kind of an ongoing thing with the NFL too. These kind of players with histories of abuse and alleged abuse. Let's be honest; some of some of these people's um allegations have never been proven but you know it, it is something that the NFL has been facing for a long time now yeah no. moving moving off the deep and heavy stuff a little more lighthearted a little more lighthearted the fact dude there have been a there have been a lot of big moves in the NFL in the past week big with, moves with OBJ going there and uh, AB going to Oakland that's gonna be, man. How? Hey, Mitch. Yeah. You know how old? You know how old Antonio Brown is? Uh, is he? Twenty nine. He's twenty nine. Twenty nine. So getting kind of up there. I mean, he's been he's been in the NFL for a while now. Yeah, that man. Can, that man can still catch passes. Dude, that dude, that dude can catch anything that comes his way. I think he'll really uh, he'll really help uh Derek Carr out there. There's no question about that. What's that, Mitch? Thirty. Thirty. Thirty years old. How long has he been in the NFL? How many seasons? A while. Got to commend the player for like that. After all the beatings they've taken to their body. Man, and the f- man being in a place like Pittsburgh. I don't know. I mean, a lot. The Pittsburgh's kind of having a yard sale right now with Lev Bell leaving, and uh, Ben Roethlisberger looks like he might be in contention for tank commander next season. I can tell you right now, they haven't gotten too much for what they received for Antonio Brown yeah. was absolutely outrageous. That was shame on the Steelers organization. Oh yeah. They gave him up for what was it? A a, a th- was it a third and a fifth round pick? And that was it. You have a hot take? Here you go, Mitch. Mitch coming in with a hot take. I have a hot take. Oh boy. Is uh is this mic on? Can you hear me? No. I'm kidding. Yes. Okay. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger will retire before next season starts. You think that'll happen? Whoa. Yes. If he doesn't, he's gonna be he's gonna be the 2019-2020 tank commander of the NFL. Well, I I don't. He's he debated retiring last season, is what the rumors were. So I don't know why. If if he's still debating that, I don't know what is encouraging him to stick around. I mean, because yeah, he, it, they're now the third, if not the worst team in their division. They're, oh yeah, they're, they're at least the third worst and. Him staying is just for another season is just that one final key that prevents them from going into full rebuild mode, right? Because he's the long, he's the kind of final long-staying presence in the organization. And if he does stay, if he doesn't retire, they can't really go into full rebuild mode because, I mean, all offenses start with a quarterback, right? You got to have a quarterback to start an offense. Man, that you know, unfortunately, I think Big Ben might actually be a little bit of a cancer to the Steelers' uh, overall productivity. Yeah, the kind of the way he was, uh, kind of the way he was uh, talking whenever the the AB trade rumors went about. Oh yes, it was yeah, kind of a slander, a, a toxic back and forth. 
talking about, I mean, sure, he's the quarterback, so he's kind of a, a you know, a, a captain of the team, but I don't know, by no means the the X factor or the game changer when it comes to clutch times. I mean, that dude's been riddled with terrible mistakes throughout his entire career. And granted, he's had his he's had his obvious shining moments, but I would by no means in no way call him a leader. I'm sorry, but if not a good I mean, definitely not a good leader. Oh no. I mean look at their past season. That was terrible. I'm I do not know specifically what an individual like Ben Roethlisberger, has to be on when he makes the statement that essentially not a statement, but to remain silent about who his number one rod receiver is when you have Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown on your team. Yeah. The yeah. slander towards Antonio Brown was absolutely detrimental to the Steelers. And absolutely, Antonio Brown checked oh, out, yeah. Dude, checked the, out after, the, that, the, after he couldn't even, you know, right. re, re, you know make it clear of who his number one option was. The fact that the A-B move turns the Browns into a, not just a legitimate division contender, but, I mean, just a legitimate conference contender. I mean, it really, it really a, a, a top-tier, like, you know, name your list of top five receivers in the game right now, yeah. one of those guys, the fact that he is on that roster now, I don't. I'm not, it doesn't. It doesn't fully complete the package they need to be a Super Bowl team. But I mean, it. W- it's another piece. It is. It is one of the biggest pieces they needed. I think. Absolutely. And the fact that it happened today is just crazy, man. Now, now imagine if they had just kept Khalil Mack. Imagine they have a little have a little bit of extra defense on there with them too. You know, they definitely without a doubt be more promising. Khalil Mack mm-hmm. can serve as you know. You could get two pro bowlers on your team you know defensive pro bowlers and you know one Khalil Mack would make up for both oh yeah I mean the, his product productivity it, it, is it definitely I was uh at the beginning of this past season I was really uh I was talking down on John Gruden a lot because I mean he just it looked like he was a commanding a tank into the next he was commanding a tank in Oakland until they got to go to Las Vegas but oh absolutely I mean this pickup for Oakland it's it's pretty big I think it'll I think it'll do a lot for their team. It might not do everything, and they might not. I mean, I really don't think that they'll be able to contend with Kansas City quite yet. I maybe not even at all. But I definitely think it definitely improves their prospect for being a a better team going into next season for sure. <coughs> you know, with the New England Patriots as well, that's also a team you need to always be aware of in the AFC. Um, you know, with Tom Brady's going to be returning. You know, uh, Gronk, uh, you know, obviously retirement is on the horizon. Yes. Uh, at least that's what it appeared to be, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, after mm-hmm. uh, this year's Super Bowl victory. Um, you, you know, yet to get a clear and official statement from him. Right. But, you know, he, he, whether Gronk returns or not, um, I think the Patriots are always, are always, always, always going to be a team to watch out for in the AFC. Patriots for uh, sure are going to be a team to look out for. Also, I think I just said that AB was going to Cleveland. I meant Oakland. And Oakland. OBJ obviously is going to Cleveland. Two best receivers and uh, two of the best receivers. Look out for look league. out for Cleveland in the Super Bowl next year. Let's be honest. Watch out. Let's be honest. Don't shake your head at me, Jose. Head on you're gonna be you're gonna be watching the Super Bowl next year and going, damn, I would I wish I would have listened to Gus when he said those things. I wish I would have listened. Look out for Cleveland in the Super Bowl. OBJ and Baker Mayfield, you have just won the Super Bowl. What are you gonna do next? We're going to Disney World. You better believe it. That's coming up. What's that? You're just kidding. Okay. Get back over here if you want to talk some slander. 
Big slander vibes coming over there from Mitch. Big slander vibes. A little bit of a chirper. Jared, what was your, what would you say was your favorite part about um, recently being in Colorado? Oh, recently being in Colorado. Hmm. I would, I would have to give give a tremendous amount of credit to our incredible tour guide there, Gus. Um, you know, Shut I, up. I, I really would. No. Uh, Shut up. In, uh, you know, no. In all seriousness, you know, we we had a, a one fantastic time, and I can I can guarantee you that um, just about every single place that we had been to, we you know, it would have been a completely different experience when you go to a state like Colorado. Um, with somebody that isn't familiar with the area that hasn't you know lived in the area because individuals like yourself you know they're able to show you the great places they show you you know what I guess make better memories um, based mm. off their own experiences you know they know what's fun they know what's interesting in the area they know what's um, you know g- going to give people a good time and I think you did a great job of that um, especially bringing us uh, to the incline it was tiring but Mitch, that. Uh, you know I think I think uh, we don't put enough emphasis on uh, Mitch's effort during that incline. We really don't. That's why he kept, every time we stopped, every time we stopped, he'd be like, "You guys ready to go?" He, <clears throat> sorry, let me do that. Let me let me do my Mitch real quick. Okay, you guys ready to go? <laughs> but it was more like a. <gasps> yes, absolutely. <laughs> you guys ready to go? And be yes. like, yeah, man, lead the way. You're the one setting pace, bro. If we start, you're gonna be passing us every time. Yes, I'm ready to go, Mitch. <laughs> it was nice to have Mitch ahead because we kind of knew, like, okay, if we keep up with Mitch, we'll do better than what we're doing right now. That was the mindset. Look at Mitch's feet. <laughs> Look at Mitch's feet. Because you and I were, st- you and I were stopping way more than he would have had to stop if we, we we talked about it. It was probably at least eight times, if not ten, if not more. And every single time you take that minute. And you feel you feel great. You're like, okay, I'm I'm ready to go. I think I I can do this. Psych. Oh oh, news. Sports news. Gonzaga just lost by 13 to St. Mary's. Gonzaga wow. just lost by 13 to St. Mary's. 13 big ones in an L. For wow. Gonzaga. To St. Mary's. Are they in the WAC? No, the WCC. The WAC. They're in the West Coast Conference. Yes. Jeez, I'm sorry, Jose. Wow. Jose's feeling a little bit irritated by that statement. Shout out Jose, Gonzaga for being in a mid-major conference. Can you comment, Jose? I need, you, I need a little comment on that one. So before I was a Big 12 boy, I decided to watch a lot of WCC action on Thursday and Saturday nights. So my following back in the good old 2012 was big on this conference, back when Gonzaga started their conference streak. Mitch, you say they lost to St. Mary's? Yep. What was St. Mary's rank? In the tournament. What were they ranked in the tournament? It doesn't say. Big booty. Not sure. I mean, are they are they gonna make the turn are they gonna make the big tournament? Well yeah, if they won the I mean, yeah, I guess if they just beat out if they, I guess if they just beat out Gonzaga that, that uh that makes their prospect a little higher. So Gonzaga and them will Yeah. So WCC qualifies two teams. Wow. Jose, further comments? How yes, yeah? How big really is that good. for the WCC? It's big for mid majors overall. I mean, yeah, no kidding. I mean, just ten years ago, we had three, four, five teams come from the Mountain West, but now these types of teams are getting these fifteen seeds, and it's just not looking good for the NCAA tournament. You know, now that ACC is basically sending their whole conference, Big Twelve gets eight teams most of the time. Right, right. I like to see my mid majors go up there. I like to see mid majors try and uh, try and break through. It's always interesting because you know they get they get they get a little more flack 
than the than the major te- than the major conferences do. I, I mean, obviously. Yeah, but that's how you get your Cinderellas there in the Sweet Sixteen. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Wow, that is a bit dang. God bless UMBC. God bless God UMBC. Bless. Oh my goodness. That was a big statement last year. You got to give them credit. Oh, for sure. Man. Big statement. What were we talking about before sports news? Oh, we were talking about the incline. The incline. Yes. Again. Oh gosh. You know what I I appreciated most about that trip was you guys getting to meet my aunt and just being able to cuz every time I I mean every time I go out I don't get to show people around. It was cool being able to take people who actually appreciated you know what I was showing like who actually when we went to these places and met these people and did these things it was you know there was a lot of appreciation coming from it too. Not your average millennials. Like, yeah, it's like anytime I go traveling with my sister or my sister's friends come along, they're it's like they're watching everything through their phones the whole time. And I actually got to explain these things to you guys and you guys go, Oh wow, like you actually would look out and go, Oh my gosh, that is really interesting. Like that's really cool. That right there was for me, the best, just being able to give a little piece of my past and have someone actually take it all in and go, that's cool. You always that, have... that for me was really the best part. Yeah, that, that, for sure. That's good to hear. I, you know, personally, I can't speak for Mitch over there. Uh, he, he, he might trip a little bit. He probably he hated a little it. Bit. We'll, we'll, we'll give him the mic and, and uh, hear his thoughts. But I can personally say that. Uh, for me, I you know it's it's always enjoyable to go through, uh, you know, uh, different friends, uh, you know, you know, cities and and homes to you know learn how they grew up. Uh, you know, just being from the East Coast in general, it's 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 a whole different world out here seeing all these mountains. No, it's crazy, isn't it, man? Very different. I'm sorry, Mitch. What? What was that? He said maybe I have a different opinion. I said no, I actually do hate all of those. <laughs> wow. Mitch hates the mountains and wanted to go on a hike at six o'clock in the morning on sun on Monday. <laughs> the yes. day we were supposed to get to Phoenix to start work. All I could think about was sleep. Yeah, we yeah. Mitch came Mitch, that night. Mitch was like, "Hey, do you want to go hike in the morning? You want to wake up early and go hike?" And I was like, "Absolutely, bro." My and heart stopped. We. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. We asked stopped. Jared, and he was like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna sleep tomorrow." Yes, sir. Nah, screw that, bro. <laughs> you know it. it I you know I gotta be honest. After looking at the photos. I do wish I, I you know, I, I did come. However, at the same time, I wish I came more towards around a 10 a.m. type vibe. Um, but unfortunately, we did not have the time that day. We so. did not. Um, yeah, they wanted us. Touché. They wanted us at Scottsdale at one, and then we got an email at, oh, at yeah, like 10, maybe 9:30. Was like, can you be here at 10:45? And uh, we got that email at about. Uh, 9.45, and we were like, oh, we're an hour and a half away. Yeah. You know. That was awkward. We got there. We got there. Hey. Not, we were pressed for time already, and then we get that email like, oh, we got to go. We actually got to get out of here now. Hey, you know, hey, first five, uh, top five people there, first five uh, people there. In, in, That's in true. The uh, uh, That's uh, true. Very see, true. Uh, uh, Gus, Us me, three. myself, uh, Mitchie, and, uh, Mitch, and Mitch uh, George over uh, there, Andrew Rosenthal, and uh, you know, not to mention Max and Scott. But Max and Scott. They also tried to you know, screw us over with an earlier time. But granted, it's okay. Granted, hey, you know, it, it ended up not being necessary. No. And 
we did get I mean we did get some good stuff done Monday we did. by the fact that we were there a little bit before everyone else. Got a little familiar with the got familiar with the surroundings. Absolutely. Got to see the complex which was beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous complex. Got a lot the uh the complex that the Rockies work at is absolutely awesome. Yeah, you know, I I think uh you know, actually you know, one of the highlights of our first day here I I personally think was Knowing that we got to go into the games and uh, actually actually watch some baseball afterwards, Dude, that was kind of nice. Getting uh, those media credentials and being able to walk through the clubhouse and out the doors is like, yeah, we yeah. got these passes on it. Like, what's up? We're actual media right now. Yeah. Walking around a minor league base, like doing what doing what any other media member would do. That feeling, that feeling right there was really cool for me. We had the sauce. We had the we sauce. Had the, we still we, have we had the sauce. sauce. We still have it. The sauce is right there. Mitch? What's that, Mitch? Meat sauce. Meat sauce. Big meat sauce vibes. Big meat sauce fan. All over spring training. All over spring training. Uh, great vibe, great energy, great atmosphere. You know, I think uh, overall, I feel like, uh, you know, our core group uh, – you know, people have, uh, you know, all of our classmates have been really uh, helpful and uh, very true. You know, you know, just trying to uh, work with each other and uh, help out where needed. People have really been getting into it, which is nice. It's nice to see that now that we're finally here, and and we're actually doing it, that everyone is, you know, we got each other's backs and we're really kind of working to not just look out for ourselves, but try and look out for everyone else as much as we can. It's been really cool to see that kind of unfold in the past two days. We got two more days to go, man. I'm, uh, I'm excited, a little nervous with all the work ahead, but at the same time, I don't know, man. It always seems to work out, you know. It always works out. Hard work and effort pays off. Very true, man. You gotta, you know, keep, keep your mind on the goal. And Mitch George throwing up the double peace signs on the couch. Double peace signs from Mitch. Get over here, Mitch. We're about to close this out. Mitch L. George. Thank you. Uh, on Instagram. Thank you, everyone. Uh, thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, uh, Evan. You are uh, you are the one true love of my life. Not really, but, you know, I enjoy our podcast, and I enjoy the fact that I got to do this with you guys this week. Yeah, it was a great time. I had a great time. I'm glad you had a great time, Mitch. Gus, I appreciate you for having us on. Of course. It was a really great time. Enjoy talking. Jose, you want to step in? Thank you very much. Gracias todos. <laughs> Gracias todos. Thank you all. Um, stay tuned next week. We will be talking about something else entirely. This is the captain of the closer. I'm the closer, Gus Huntinghake. We'll see you next week. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you do a remote podcast. Thank you so much to those guys for sitting down with me. Be sure to leave that five-star review. Leave us your comments, questions, concerns on Twitter, through email. You can, hell, you can Facebook Evan and I for all we care. All we care is that you ask us some questions. We will literally answer any of them. Guys, be sure to always, always be living your best life. That is the lesson I took away from this trip to Scottsdale. And I got it from my good friend Jared Anderson. And because of him, we will be taking this show out with the song Smile, parentheses, Living My Best Life. Enjoy. We'll see you guys next week. We gonna start this thing over at Duval in the motherfucking house. Come on, come on. Hey, 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 do it, baby. Take it, baby. Hey, 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 do it, baby.